Hello and welcome to episode 763 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this afternoon. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. A merry 11th day of Christmas to you. We are recording on Thursday, January 4th, 2023 in the year of our Lord, excuse me, 2024 in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. I think that's the first time I've messed up the year. We've moved over from 23 to 24. I have to remember that. Let us begin, friends, with St. Alphonsus Liguri's Thursday prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain heaven. <laughs> o Queen of Paradise, who reignest above all the choirs of angels and who art the nearest of creatures to God, I, a miserable sinner, salute thee from this valley of tears and beseech thee to turn thy compassionate eyes towards me. For whichever side they turn, they dispense graces. See, O Mary, in how many dangers I now am, and shall be as long as I live in this world, of losing my soul, of losing heaven and God. In thee, O Lady, I have placed all my hopes. I love thee, and sigh to go soon to see thee, and praise thee in heaven. Ah, Mary, when will be that happy day on which I shall see myself safe at thy feet, and contemplate my mother, who has done so much for my salvation? When shall I kiss that hand, which has delivered me so many times from hell, and has dispensed me so many graces, when, on account of my sins, I deserve to be hated and abandoned by all. My lady, in life, I have been very ungrateful to thee, but if I get to heaven, I shall no longer be ungrateful. There I shall love thee as much as I can in every moment for all eternity, and shall make amends for my ingratitude by blessing and thanking thee forever. I thank God with my whole heart, who gives me firm confidence in the blood of Jesus Christ, and in thee, and the conviction that thou wilt save me that thou wilt deliver me from my sins, that thou wilt give me light and strength to execute the divine will, and in fine, that thou wilt lead me to the gate of paradise. Thy servants have hoped for all this, and not one of them was deceived. No, neither shall I be deceived. O Mary, my full confidence is that thou hast to save me. Beseech thy son Jesus, as I also beseech him, by the merits of his passion, to preserve and always increase his confidence in me, and I shall be saved. I wanted to take a look at a wonderful little article, uh, something I, I didn't know about um, in regards to Pope Benedict XVI writing a letter to baby Jesus when he was a boy and got me thinking about approaching um, our Lord, the Christ child. Um, he is innocence himself and not being afraid to go to him and love him and especially uh, say we're sorry for our sins against him. We have First Saturday coming up here in a couple days as I'm recording it. Let's make sure that we get to confession at some point in the very near future. But always know that we can approach the Lord. He is rich in mercy. Dives in misericordia, I believe, was the encyclical written by John Paul II. So I thought this was a great little article and something I had not known about previously. And uh, not that it was a secret or anything. I think this was um, initially published or a version of this was published back in 2012. This is a, a bit of an updated article, but um, it has to do with Pope Benedict XVI's devotion to baby Jesus and, and to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. The title, and it's from EWTN, is The Beautiful Christmas Letter. Pope Benedict XVI wrote to baby Jesus as a child. Did you know? 
Pope Benedict XVI wrote a beautiful letter to the Christ child at seven years of age. Pope Benedict XVI, also known as Joseph Ratzinger, passed away on December 31, 2022 at age 95. So we've just passed the one-year anniversary of the Holy Father's death. While we remember him as our beloved Pope and St. John Paul II's close confidant, he also led a beautiful life before these monumental years. In 1934, little Joseph Ratzinger wrote a beautiful Christmas letter to the child Jesus at age seven. According to the Italian website Corazim, that's K-O-R-A-Z-Y-M, which does not sound Italian to me, but apparently is an Italian website, the letter was found in 2012 during his childhood home's restoration in Bavaria, which was transformed into a museum dedicated to the former pontiff. <coughs> Excuse me, and this is from the text of the letter. It says, Dear Baby Jesus, Soon you will come down to earth. You will bring joy to children. You will bring joy to me too. I would like the Volksschat, a green chasuble for mass and a sacred heart of Jesus. I'll always be good. Joseph Ratzinger, Christmas 1934. And that was from the uh, tweet pertaining to it, which was um, came out a, a few years ago. And uh, this is some more information. It says, Pope Benedict once said his favorite season is Advent or the pre-Christmas season. He said, quote, every year our nativity scene grew by a few figures and it was always a special one. He said, the joy of fetching moss, juniper, and fir branches from the forest with my father. Our family has uh, one particular nativity scene that I've always remembered and um, it, it brings a, a lot of joy to me as well. Here are Pope Benedict's requested gifts explained, if you're unfamiliar with them. It says, the young Ratzinger requested the Volksschat missile, that's V-O-L-K-S hyphen S-C-H-O-T-T, which helped him fall in love with the liturgy. He also requested a green chasuble because he played a parish priest game with his brother. So even back then, at the age of seven, he was focused on what? He was focused on the Mass, and obviously in 1934, we're talking about the traditional Latin Mass. There was no Novus Ordo, and wearing the garb of a priest. So at, even at a very young age, he was already devoted to the liturgy, and he was devoted to the priesthood as well. It says, as boys, my two brothers love to act out the Sunday service. Pope Benedict's sister, Maria Ratzinger, said in 1991, we celebrated mass and we had chasubles made by the mother's seamstress just for us. Pope Benedict's brother, Monsignor George Ratzinger, told Inside the Vatican, one time, in turn, we were the minister or the altar boy. Lastly, Ratzinger requested the sacred heart of Jesus because of his family's devotion to him. In 2012, Pope Benedict's private secretary, George Ganswein, told the German news outlet Bild that the Pope was very happy when the letter appeared and smiled at the contents. He added that the smell of moss remained a 
part of Christmas for the Pope. Say a prayer for the repose of the soul of Pope Benedict XVI. Let's do that. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, sit benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Eternal rest grant unto him, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon him. May his soul and the souls of all the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. I also found it interesting, this was mentioned in another article that I perused pertaining to this. He's not asking for what? He's not asking for toys. He's not asking for candy. He's not asking for, you know, the, the proverbial Red Rider BB gun. He's not asking for the stuff you would imagine um, a seven-year-old would ask for. He's asking for a mass book, and he's asking for part of the clothing that a, a priest wears. So for a priest wears, so from a very young age, you know, it's obvious he felt a calling to the, the priesthood, also very dedicated to the mass. So let's get back to that, right? Let's follow that example, the, the humble, sweet, innocent example of a young boy being devoted to baby Jesus, the sacred heart, and wanting to follow his vocation, right? To be a priest and wanting to be... Uh, to celebrate the Mass and being focused on the Mass. I thought that was a very beautiful uh, letter, and I, I wanted to share that with you today. May Pope Benedict XVI's soul rest in peace. We will conclude, friends, by once again mentioning Helping Autism through Learning and Outreach, available on the web at halo-soma.org. That's halo-soma.org. Also, please tune into episodes 277 and 548 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast for more information pertaining to RPM. RPM is an acronym for Rapid Prompting Method, which is a system of communication for non-speakers. Before my niece was about eight years old, we didn't even know her favorite color. We had to guess as to her wants and her needs. Now, thanks to God's grace, her hard work, and that of her family, um, because of RPM, we know that she's a comprehensive genius who composes music, poetry, very gifted in regards to mathematics. She knows foreign languages. We would have known none of these things prior to RPM. Communication is a human right, and this is doing for non-speakers, RPM that is, what sign language did in terms of being able to communicate for the deaf, or you can also point to Braille, um, in terms of being able to read for the, the blind, it's that big of a deal. So we need you to spread the word in regards to the website and those episodes of Our Lady's podcast. And thank you so much for doing so. Please say an Ave Maria for me and please tune in again next time. Goodbye and God love you.